Welcome to Slow is Good, a podcast for entrepreneurs who want to think outside of the box to grow slow and have a greater impact. In this podcast, we'll talk everything business, but most importantly, we'll talk slow business, digital strategies, creativity, some Franklish, and a load of human touch. I'm Geraldine Jippe. I'm a slow printer, ex-startup founder. I'll be your host. I'll share ideas, strategies, and more with joy and slowliness. Enjoy the listen. I need to focus on the things that, you know, focus on honing in on my gifts, focus. I mean, there's, there's so many other things to look at in human design, but essentially I need to be me. I need to stand in my worth and I need to... Um, do things that are aligned with my values yeah. and my goals, and then the invitations will come. Entrepreneurship is quite a journey. There's, there are highs, there are lows. Building a business that will serve the world and your lifestyle requires solid foundation to make more impact. Join the Slowpreneur Circle. Welcome to another episode of Slow is Good, the English series. I'm here today with an amazing human being, with Desiree. She is, I mean, oh my God, I don't even know where to start. I met her with the community, community Lelila. She's also a very, very dear friend, and she's also an expert into human design, but she's here with me today. I have the chance to have her with me to discuss anything human design, slowpreneurship, and business. Welcome, Desiree. Thank you for having me, Geraldine. How are you? I'm very good. I'm excited to be here, excited to share, excited to see you. Okay, so there might be a few people here on the planet that don't, that don't know you. Can you please <laughs> tell us more. <laughs> Can you please tell us about you? <laughs> about me, yes. So uh, my name is Desiree Ruiz. I am a first-generation um, Filipina-Canadian. Um, I am born and raised in... Sorry, I'm born and raised in Montreal. I was trying to find the... Um, can you edit this? I was trying to find the... Um, so I am born and raised in Montreal in the Benangahaga Nation. Um, I'm a mother to a very vivacious little girl. Um, my background is in marketing. And for many years, I operated and opened many nightclubs and restaurants um, and met a lot of amazing people uh, and re press reset on my experience after about 10 or 11 years uh, to find myself. Mm -hmm. um, and that was all sparked after my divorce. And after my divorce, I was found in front of a blank canvas. Mm -hmm. Divorce was the worst and best thing that ever happened to me because it catapulted me into the beginning. I was mm -hmm. already tapping into, you know, spiritual journey, let's call it uh, here mm -hmm. and there, but it really catapulted Uh, the beginning of me finding myself and really taking the time to figure out who I am and what I really wanted in life. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, you you are a community builder. You are a sister. You are a friend. You are a mother. I mean, you do so much for the community. And 
I was impressed and I think we talked a lot about that and I poked you a lot on Instagram about it, about your inner work. I mean, can you tell us a bit about it? Um, you are using terms like decolonization. What does it mean and what is it? Mm, thank you for asking that question. Yeah, as I mentioned, you know, I'm the daughter of immigrant parents from the Philippines. And for those of you who don't know the history, I'm still new, I'm still learning, but the history of the Philippines is that it was colonized by Spain, by Japan, by the States for over 400 years. Mm -hmm. um, and so when a country is colonized, again, there's a lot of layers and a lot of conditioning and a lot of um, lost identity, if anything. Mm -hmm. um, and over the past two years, I've really been trying to learn more about the Philippines, the pre-colonial Philippine history. Mm -hmm. um, because again, as an immigrant child, I always felt confused growing up in Canada. You know, mm -hmm. I, I wasn't Filipino because I wasn't born in the Philippines. I wasn't Filipino enough for, the, for those in the Philippines because I wasn't mm -hmm. born there. I wasn't mm -hmm. Canadian enough being in Canada. I don't speak the language. My last name is Spanish. Like nothing... You know, so I didn't identify with being Filipino. Um, I did, right? Because I did grow up in a community. But again, because we're so mixed, if anything, it, it, yes. it's so confusing, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, and I hate to say it, but, you know, the, it, during the pandemic, everyone's online. And then when you started, you know, with everything with BLM, and then a lot of the posts and stories about Black history started coming up. And mm -hmm. I was so mm -hmm. curious about, I was so curious to learn and I was learning. And, and then it started to make me think, what about me? What about my history? What is mm -hmm. my history? Mm -hmm. And for many years, what I was taught was the Spaniards came and like life was good. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and it just poked me to be curious, to learn more about the pre-colonial history. And mm -hmm. since then, I've, never felt so grounded and connected to mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who I am by learning again about the part of history that's not necessarily taught in schools or not necessarily that weren't part of dinner conversations growing up. Of course. And I mean, the way I also see it is just like, it's more than learning about, you know, um, your grassroots, if I can call it that way. It's also doing like some sort of inner work, right? Mm -hmm. And how does it, Actually, how did it play for you as an inner work? Mm, well, yeah. Um, well, as I mentioned, the inner work started for me with the divorce. The divorce was that earthquake to my soul. And it was like, mm. um, okay, something has to change. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I grew up a people, I like to say I'm a recovering people pleaser, you know, mm -hmm. and, and this is, this is webbed with with colonization to a certain degree, you know, yeah. my whole life, it was, you know, a yellow brick road of expectations mm -hmm. because my parents came here and they were on survival mode. So then it was like, go to school, get a sit, be safe, like be safe, be safe, be safe, get the safe job, you know, get, have the family, buy the house, get the RRSPs. Like everything was all around being safe. Mm -hmm. like, reason because mm -hmm. they came here and they wanted to be safe. So they want to make sure their kids are safe. Um, but them instilling those values in me, somehow there were people pleasing tendencies that came out. It was like, oh, if I just go to school, I'll make them happy. If mm -hmm. I do get please and thank you, I'll make them happy. Mm -hmm. um, 
But what I realized is like all me doing that was me not being myself. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. And me expressing my feelings as a kid was labeled as bad or as, you know, annoying or a bratty kid. So I, you know, slowly but surely over the decades, I slowly became further and further away from who I was. Mm-hmm, and I think mm-hmm. it's even more as a mother, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'll never tell my daughter, stop crying. Mm-hmm. Because those are emotions. Those are feelings that have to come out. But my whole life, again, this, I'm not blaming anybody, but my whole life, I felt bad to cry. So I would mm-hmm. hide it. And over mm-hmm. time, those emotions got stuck. So going back to your question on where is, how did I do the inner work? Again, it was step number one was just a, being aware that something needed to shift. Mm-hmm. Um, in my case, the divorce earthquaked it. And then it was really... Um, it was a really a choice, if anything. There's, a, mm-hmm. it was a choice for me to go inward, to go in to the scary parts of mm-hmm. myself, you know. Because spiritual work is not always like, you know, love and light. You know, it's a lot of shadow work. It's a lot of, um, it's a lot of inward and deep, deep work that goes on too. Yeah, totally. You have to accept what you see, like in the mirror and you really have to look for what it is and accept that some trait of that reflection that you'll see, you might not like it. Mm -hmm. And I really loved what you said about, you know, understanding emotions, you know, and the vehicle of emotion and you not telling your daughter, like she shouldn't, you know, constrain her own emotion Mm -hmm. now the question is like you doing that work around emotion did that actually led you with your expertise as you know in human design um well I have an interesting story to share about the emotions so when I was going through my divorce I was in my mid-30s for just to put things in perspective and just to really like say that it's never too late to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was going through my divorce, I remember talking to my best friend who's a therapist and I credit her for helping me realize that I even had a, an issue and did not know how to express my my emotions mm-hmm. um, and had how far I had, how, how long I had lived my life without knowing how to properly express my emotions. Mm-hmm. And um, I had called her venting because I was annoyed about something. And she said, well, how do you feel? And I said, he did this and he did this and blah, blah, blah. And I did, I went, I gave my opinion. I, I judged him and she just kept on repeating, but how do you feel? But how do you feel? But how do you feel? Hmm. And, and I said, but I just told you, she goes, no, you didn't. And, and it was literally this light bulb in my head that um, made me realize, wow, I'm a mid 35 year old woman and I have no idea how to express <laughs> my emotions. So hmm. the exercise, and I invite anybody that's listening to do this is she literally printed out, you know, an emoji chart. Mm-hmm. And every time I would call her to vent before venting, cause we have this tendency to just, you know, verbal diarrhea and share our story, but she would always say, but how do you feel? Mm-hmm. And then I had to practice. I had to, I had to train that muscle and I would be like, I feel mad. Yeah. I feel sad. Because yeah. to me, if I'm crying, you know I'm sad. And if you think about it, th- there was a disconnect with me, with the, whatever was happening physically on the outside versus yeah. saying, out, saying it out loud. Like mm-hmm. I never felt like it was okay or safe to say, mm-hmm. mom, dad, I feel sad. Because yeah. if I felt sad or, or mad, I, I, you know, there was this 
belief that I would be labeled as a bad kid. So I wouldn't verbally say it. So Mm -hmm. part of my inner journey or at the very beginning of my inner journey was practicing like, like a kid, like my seven-year-old, you know, I feel mad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel sad. Period. And, and, and totally. And what you're saying applies as well to anything, you know, uh, business, like whether you are an entrepreneur, slowpreneur, coach, business, whatever, we are in a mode where we need to get results for things, but we don't check in um, to ask ourselves, me, starting with me, uh, saying, well, how do I feel today? Do I feel like doing this, doing that, et cetera, et cetera? Because we're just being told, like, you, should, you made a choice to be an entrepreneur, so live with it, literally. Yeah, exactly. And, and on then, the flip side don't listen we don't listen to ourselves and we don't listen to our business partners our clients you know and and there's this there's this concept of compassionate listening um Mm -hmm. that that was missing at least for me and I know that it is missing in a lot of cases and in the in the events and the community and the clients that I work with it's like a lot of the times people just need to be listened to without feeling that they have to be validated or they, they needed, they need advice. They just need to share what they're saying. And again, this mm-hmm. is personal and business, right? hundred mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what I learned uh, doing some human design reading is that some things can't be actually forced. Now, then I said that just, everybody is on the same page. Can you share with us exactly what is human design? Mm, yes, absolutely. So human design, um, in a nutshell, I mean, there's, I don't want to get technical. And just to, just to give everybody an idea, it, it's essentially where the energy was um, the day that you were born. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's energy. And it's a mix of astrology, I Ching, Kabbalah, and the chakra system. Okay, mm-hmm. so just think it's where the energy was the day that you were born. And in I Ching, it's an ancient Chinese wisdom. There are 64 lines. Okay, mm-hmm. and each not everybody has 64 lines. Everyone's lines are different. And each line represents something, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so essentially what human design is, is, is where, again, where the energy was the day that you were born, where the lines were, where you have, it tells you where you have access to energy. Um, because we're, and essentially it's saying that we're all different, right? Mm-hmm. Science of differentiation. We are not here to all be the same. We are mm-hmm. not all here to hustle. We are all not here, you know, and, but society unfortunately has said hustle, 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 work nine to five, do, just do, 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 do. Exactly. worked for a very, very long time, but we're seeing now everyone's burning out. Everyone's exhausted. Everybody, yeah. you know, we've pushed so many limits and then now you're seeing more people, you know, becoming more independent, sovereign beings and they don't want to work the nine to five. So it's, again, it's not human design that brought them there, but just this shift in the world is basically just validating the science of differentiation, how we're all energetically wired differently. Mm -hmm. Human design is just a roadmap. It's just a blueprint to help you and to Mm -hmm. validate things, you know, and, 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 So that's what it is. It's a blueprint of where the energy was the day that you were born and 
three months also before you were born. Mm-hmm. There are many uh, profiles. Can we call them profiles? Like whether Any you type. are a gene- uh, type, sorry, uh, I'm a generator, but can you tell us a little bit about the, you know, the general and principal type that you have in terms of energy? Mm-hmm. So there are five different energy types. And again, really just um, marinate the fact that like we are all here, we are all different and mm-hmm. we are all designed to exchange energy differently, not the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I always mm-hmm. use this, the analogy of, you know, this, an African Sahara. Okay. Think of the different animals. Okay. Think of, uh, so you have the lions, you have the, you have the elephants, you have the zebras, you have the wild horses, you, and then you have the birds and the dragonfly. Okay. Mm-hmm. They have all the same energy. Just, just, you know, off the top of your head. I would say no. Exactly. So we're the same. Okay. <laughs> so there are five different energy types in human design. Um, and the, the biggest, the biggest group are, so there's generators and manifesting generators, right? Mm-hmm. So they are the energy beings. They have the most access to the most energy. So in the Sahara, mm-hmm. they are the, you know, the wild, the manifesting generators are the, the wild horses, you know, lots mm-hmm. of energy and, and uh, the generators are the zebras, you know, they're dancing with joy. So, but they have energy. They're just free, free flowing, but energy beings, they're mm-hmm. here create energy mm-hmm. the manifest so this so there's the first two types are man generator manifesting generator third type is manifester mm-hmm. um, and the manifestors are the elephants mm-hmm. to initiate they're here to like they just go they have an idea they go whoever's going is going but they're take charge and they go mm-hmm. um, and then you have the projectors i'm a projector and the projectors are the birds in the tree mm-hmm. so they don't have as much energy so projectors need more rest so all of my fellow projectors need more rest uh, because we are the birds in the tree but you mm-hmm. see we're not going as fast as everybody else but we are we're we're screaming below saying hey there's a there's a stampede of buffalo coming because we see it before you mm-hmm. but energetically we're not gonna run around as fast as you are Mm-hmm. But we're going to be able to see things differently. And then you have the last one, which is a reflector, which is the, the dragonfly. And again, mm-hmm. just this mirror of society and con- yeah. like changing and this reflection. And those are the, mm-hmm. and that's the, fi- the fifth energy type. So based on this energy type, uh, me, I'm a, Beside being actually a generator, I'm also a slowpreneur, right? So, mm-hmm. but how, um, and I had the chance actually to have a reading with you in order to learn like the ropes and a understanding of my strength in terms of communication, but how actually human design um, is helping and supporting you in your in you growing and deep diving in the intricacies of your business, for example? Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, great question. So I, I'm a projector, as I mentioned earlier, and yeah. so projectors are the birds in the tree, um, and their response, to, their way to to their strategy is what it's called, and the strategy is how you how you 
interact with with the world or the universe or you know mm-hmm. and so my strategy is to wait for invitations mm-hmm. your strategy as a generator is to respond so mm-hmm. what does that mean it means that i need to wait i need to rest right i need mm-hmm. to i need to be me i need to focus on the things that you know focus on honing in on my gifts focus i mean there's there's so many other things to look at in human design but essentially i need to be me i need to stand in my worth and i need to um do things that are aligned with my values yeah. and my goals and then the invitations will come mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. energetically speaking if i try to push through like a generator there's going to be a bit of a clash mm-hmm. and that probably was one of the biggest aha moments for me. It's about two years now that I discovered human design and I'm now mm-hmm. mothering my daughter based on her human design. Um, but just that, that waiting for an invitation and rest for me was huge because my mm-hmm. whole life, again, I was conditioned. It was like work hard, hustle, sell. And I used to always say, you know, in my 20s, I studied marketing and I would, and people would say, oh, you'd be such a great salesperson. And I would say in my 20s, I don't feel comfortable in sales, but put me in a selling situation and I will naturally do it because again, energetically, I'm not forcing anything, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense. And so again, the waiting for the invitation um, was huge for me because I realized that me trying to cold call or sell or prove to people what I had to offer didn't land so well and then made me feel depleted and exhausted at yes. the whereas yes. and again this is this takes time right because you're like like does i have to wait for the invitation and then and then there's fear so there's always that balance right and then yeah. there's fear but what if nobody sees me what if i don't get exactly any, what if i don't get any clients and again there's this balance and again this muscle that you have to play and i always i always tell my clients you know just test it out test it out in small areas in small mm-hmm. areas of your life i'm not telling you to make any huge life changes but just test it out wait like wait to see um hey if you really if you really want to do it or are you doing yeah. it based on fear mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so human design has just helped me like check in with myself and yeah. check in with what i really want and to get out of my head and more into my body mm-hmm. um which again is something that I was not taught to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But how, especially when you are, um, you know, an entrepreneur, because there are a lot of, you have to, right? And there's something I already discussed here on Slow is Good on the podcast, like you have to, how do you actually counterbalance, you know, the, is it good for me? Mm. Well, chicken in for you, but is it good for the business? And is it good in the long run in terms of you achieving your goals and the result that you schedule that or you expect from your business? Mm-hmm. Well, in human design, they have, so there's an energy type, but then everyone also has an authority. And the mm-hmm. authority, I mean, I'm not going to get into the technicality, but the authority is basically how it's the, the part that helps you make decisions. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it could be uh, your heart center, your emotional, your sacral. Every And again, it's different for everybody. I think yours is emotional. Um, I think it's sacral. Sacral. Exactly. So, again, it's to again, it's a test. And it's like this this constant thing to just be like, OK, so sacral authority for you. Um, I would say Geraldine, 
how do you feel? Yeah. <laughs> like forget about your goals for one second. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because again, society says you need this goal and you have to stick to this goal. But but like we're also allowed to shift, I believe, a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and if heading for that goal is making you feel depleted at the end of the day, not a present mother, yeah. um, you're frustrated, like those are all signs for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like when we had our call, if I if I have your consent to share, like yeah. remember you said I, you know this is going on in my business, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. what did you do can you share what you did after our call? So to share um, about this conversation that I had with you that is like um, a couple months ago, I actually removed my biggest client. Why? Not because I was not happy with the client. It's just the energy was not was no longer aligned with what I needed for my business and also um, for my family, literally. Mm-hmm. And for me, at this point in my life, what's important is just to measure the balance and prioritize what what is essential to me and what is essential is my core, uh, my husband, um, my son. These are the essential that I want to prioritize. I'm not saying that they're not a priority for me before. It's just that my my way of showing up was different. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm 37, <laughs> I just really want to, you know, focus on that. And that's the reason why I went to see you and just to learn more. And I, we even went deeper into getting some tools in order to mm-hmm. better uh, parent my son who is also a generator. And we all know that generators, they have infinite energy. Infinite energy, infinite energy. But again, it's just, it's just about checking in, I think has been the biggest tool for human design on a personal and a business level for me. Because before, and I'll give you an example, um, my business partner and I were, were, we were invited in. So as a projector, I'm like, we were invited in for a contract. And so for me, it was like, beam, invitation opportunity yay and yeah. so i didn't even read the email i was like opportunity invitation with a paycheck at the end check 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 but, yeah. but then because of human design i was like okay do i really want to do this though exactly right yeah. do i really want to so the old me was like a yes person people mm-hmm. think yes 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 fear-based nothing else is going to come this is an invitation i have to take it but mm-hmm. you know all of the work that I'm doing and really standing in my worth. It's also a tool to help you stand in your worth. You know, I had to check in and I was like, okay, yes, it's an opportunity. This is what the time would be, but do I really want to do this? And is this aligned with my goals or my vision or my values? And so I eventually said, you know what? I'm not going to do it, but I want you to, if this makes you happy, I said to my business partner, if this makes you happy, I want you to do it. So she Mm -hmm. did it. And, Mm -hmm. but then again, then my, my, my mind, my old self came in and was like, oh, but it is money. And what if there's not going to be another contract and what, you know, and then, but it's about really standing in your worth, right. And standing, being true to really what you want and who you want and, um, knowing that it wasn't aligned. And if anything, Mm -hmm. I'm learning more and more that no is 
the most powerful word that you can exactly. It is the most magnetic, and this is not from a woo-woo, you know, uh, manifesting things into the universe. It is. It's like the most powerful thing. And Mm -hmm. I never said no before. I said yes to everything, and I'm slowly starting to say no. I'm slowly starting to set healthy boundaries in all aspects of my life and feeling better Mm -hmm. and centered, right? Uh, which makes me a better mother, which makes me a better partner, which makes me, you know, better in my business, which makes me show up better for my clients. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. again, it's all linked. And what I've noticed also with my clients is that human design, again, because it's this blueprint and it's not a, it's not a black or white thing, right? I'm not there to say you're supposed to do this. It's like, hey, Geraldine, this is where the energy was the day that you were born. This is the energy was the day that your son was born. Um, He's, you know, loves logic it's gonna ask a lot of questions so again just knowing that I'm 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 gonna assume that you are now a little bit more patient knowing that he has these lines all about questioning logic so he's gonna ask you a million questions so knowing that you're like okay let me let him get it out you know let me yeah me honor him and honor his energy and honor what needs to come out so that he's not energetically blocked Exactly. Yeah. And and that was a great, great, great teaching for me um, into learning how I can interact with this little, actually this little piece of me that looks way too much like me as well, you know. Um, Now, I want to do a little exercise and I like to do with my, most of my guests, my guests, sorry. Um, What would be the pep talk based on human design, you will do to your 20 years old self? Oh, God. (laughs) The pep talk based on human design? Oh, God. Um, It wouldn't even be based on human design. But sure, um, it would be that you don't have to, like, I would tell her that she is enough. Mm. Mm. Enough. She's enough. I would tell her to look in the mirror and that she's enough. She's all she needs. And everything you're searching for is inside. Because just mm-hmm. a fun fact about projectors, because we are the birds in the tree and it's so easy for us to see other things and see things in other people, it takes us much longer to see ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we need to constantly validate ourselves or, you know, the the, the loving people in our lives, you know, to be validated in a loving way without expecting it also really, really helps. And it took me a very, very long time to stand in mm-hmm. my worth and to feel this sense of groundedness. So I wish, um, I wish I would have been able to know this earlier. And that is mm-hmm. why I choose to mother my daughter based on her human design. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. She doesn't waste so much time and she is able to stand stronger in who she is. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And I really, I really appreciate that you sharing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we, can, where can we find out about you and what you do? Oh, so I just launched my website, uh, dot com. So D-E-S-I-R-E-E-R-U-I-Z.com or on Instagram at des, D-E-S dot Escalante, E-S-C-A-L-A-N-T-E. Uh, and for those of you asking why it's they're not the same names, so Ruiz is my f- 
my last name, my father's last name, and Escalante is my mother's maiden name, and that's also my middle name. So I wanted to honor, I wanted to honor my mother and my matrilineal energy and ancestors on Instagram. Beautiful. Desiree, I'm so thankful for you to spend some time with us discussing everything about you and also about human design and also how to apply it, like from a technical perspective um, on businesses. Um, If um, anybody has questions, now you know where to go uh, and how to ask about human design. And thank you again for sharing this moment with us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the last episode of Slow is Good. Uh, Thanks for showing some love. Please share it with your community um, and your loved ones. Don't hesitate to uh, follow us on social media, on Instagram at Slow is Good. Please share your reviews, feedback, and add some listed stars on iTunes and Spotify. This is very useful for us and to support us and for us to keep on going. I'll see you next time.